Welcome to the John Tesh Podcast. I am your host, along with my wingman and co-host, Mr. Gib Gerard. And this is the podcast where we curate, test, and discuss all the latest breakthroughs that can not only move you forward in your life and help you outlive your age, but also along the way, we're going to help you create your next powerful chapter, next chapter in your life. And we're going to start off here with a new sleep hack, which I've already started using, by the way. So before you see a sleep specialist... Before you make your partner sleep on the couch because their snoring is driving you nuts, try this, the scent of vanilla. According to the European Bioinformatics Institute, the scent of vanilla is so soothing, it'll help you reduce your snoring by a full 44%. My wife is listening. This is because it calms the autonomic nervous system, which helps regulate functions like our heartbeat and our breathing. And when the olfactory nerve in the nose smells vanilla, It signals the brain to relax an overactive respiratory system. That's the sciencey data. This helps quiet snoring and helps people breathe and sleep better all night. And by the way, it works on infants as well. According to Dr. Rachel Herz, who is a world-renowned expert on the physiological science of smell, a mother's breast milk and baby formula, they both have strong vanilla fragrance compounds. So from birth... We associate the scent with calm and comfort. And by the way, you can use a vanilla-scented lotion right before bed, or what I'm using, a diffuser in the bedroom, which will help reduce snoring. All right, so, uh, Gib, there is a new, uh, every week, there's a new exercise trend. <laughs> here's, the, here's the latest. It's doing two workouts a day instead of one. Oh, and it's not just for athletes or high school football teams, you know, two a day. Uh, people are using second workouts to create structure in their days, like bookends, so they can finish work on time or to wind down with something fun, like pickleball. So uh, workouts don't have to be long ones either. Scientists generally recommend that adults do at least 150 minutes of moderate-intensity exercise a week. Breaking that down, it could mean two 15-minute workouts right. a day. I like this. This is like the opposite of hobbits. You know, second breakfast? Yeah, exactly. Second yeah, workouts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's the key, right? I'm uh, You and I, we struggle with this mentality of if I don't have 90 minutes to do a full, intense workout, then I don't have time to work out today, right? Right. And right. and what ends up happening is if I don't have the 90 minutes and then I don't work out at all. So by breaking it up and just allowing yourself to do quick 15-minute workouts, whether that's 15 minutes on a stationary bike, 15 minutes of bodyweight exercises at in your office, mm-hmm. you know, yep. those kinds of things to, like you said, bookend your day, yep. that does so much for you in the long term. It could even be a 15-minute walk that just gets your heart rate up a little bit. Those are the kinds of things that that build up over time for a net benefit for your body. That's where the benefit comes from, uh, and I and I and I love it. I mean, yeah. I, it's it's good. And let me just uh, segue awkwardly <laughs> to this next piece, which is a wedding trend. We love these wedding trends. It's a wedding trend, and the latest wedding trend is birds of prey. <laughs> Okay. I should probably just stop there and let your mind go crazy. According to the Wall Street Journal, couples are bringing in birds of prey to act as their ring bearers. So for 1200 bucks, professional handlers will let a raptor, an eagle, or other trained bird fly down the aisle where it has to land on trained somebody. Trained bird? It has to land on somebody, so it's usually the bride or groom. I'm oh, sure it's gosh. A, I'm sure oh it's, gosh. I'm sure it's the groom. Uh, the rings are attached to the bird's ankle. So the trend is popular, apparently, among Renaissance Fair fans and then sure. muggles who grew up... <laughs> <laughs> who grew up reading Harry Potter. Yeah. The, the birds are usually around during cocktail hour for the guests and available for pictures. Okay. So this is very exciting. Like if you're a Harry Potter fan, you want like a, a snowy barn owl like Hedwig to be at your wedding. I totally get that. I, my kids love going to the, the, to the like the raptor showcase where they get to see eagles and uh-huh. hawks yeah. on the person's arm and stuff. But 
Don't yeah. forget, they are very, they are killing machines. There was a guy who was convicted of murdering his wife, and he got the conviction overturned because it turned out that it wasn't a blunt. It, it was it was an owl. It yeah. was an owl yeah. had killed his wife, yeah. and he got yeah. blamed for it. it. Basically, took her head off, right, I mean, the top of her head. Right. So, so you know, beware. These are these are yeah. still these are still killing machines. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're meant to you know eviscerate salmon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Out cue is eviscerate salmon. <laughs> salmon. So uh, uh, one more footnote here. Falconers uh, say they advise couples not to use their actual rings in case the bird flies away. Yeah. <laughs> what, what? Oh, <laughs> what could go wrong? You're like forever? Add that to the list of possible issues. <laughs> All right, let's take a step back for a moment and talk about the ritual that actually gets you to the wedding ceremony where the raptors tear off your face and terrorize your guests. Uh, that would be the uh, ritual of dating. And so we posed this question with help from researchers who have harvested an enormous amount of dating data. What are the most attractive jobs to have on dating apps? Well, according to data from OkCupid, the most popular careers daters are mentioning in their profiles are in healthcare, like doctors and nurses, education, like teachers, engineering, and tech. Having one of those jobs can help you be more successful on the dating app. Singles who share that they're a nurse have a 37% higher chance of having a conversation, 62% more likely to exchange numbers with another dater. Uh, why? Well, because of the positive associations we hold about those jobs. Yeah, here, here's the thing. I have, I have some friends who are nurses, some friends who are doctors, some friends who are lawyers. I understand the appeal, uh, but the reality is that's a, it's a very hard, time-consuming job. It may seem really appealing in the dating process, but when you actually date a doctor and you realize, wait a minute, you're at the hospital 12 to 18 hours at a time, however many days a week, it becomes, it becomes hard. Uh, so I understand the appeal, but I think you guys should all broaden your horizons a little bit. Yeah, and let me just tell you, my mom was a surgical nurse, and yeah. so when I was growing up, I was never sick, meaning... She would never recognize that I was. Yo, yeah, so, you, so nurses she's have seen worse. Nurses have seen everything. <laughs> right. So if you want to come in with the man flu, <laughs> no, there's no, ain't work. no, no sympathy. You're not going to get zero any, sympathy. Not going to get anything from that. All right. So let us know uh, if <laughs> who your what's your favorite posting is your favorite person that you want to attract on a dating app. It's not. It's not radio host. <laughs> is that, <laughs> is that, is that an actor? <laughs> maybe back in the good in the good old days with AM radio. Yeah, then maybe. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. That's a nice try, Gib. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Email us John at Tesh dot com. All right. Coming up, I'm going to tell you about the hottest medical specialty these days. It's obesity medicine. It turns out thousands of doctors are now quitting their current specialty. And then going into training to be an obesity medicine expert so they can, among other things, prescribe Ozempic. It's a fascinating story. I'll have the details. Scary story, too, by the way. Plus, I'll share research on the longevity benefits of isometric exercises. You know, these are the kind we used to do, people my age used to do in gym class back in the 1960s. Well, there's more data now on how great they are for our longevity and uh, for lowering our blood pressure. So those stories are coming up. But first, there's this. You know, what I hear from many people who come up to me after my live concerts is, oh, John, I've always wanted to play the piano, but I don't have time for all those lessons. Or they say, I'm too old to start learning now. I can teach you how to play a song on the piano in just three days without spending one minute learning music theory or reading sheet music. We do this together by me teaching you how to play my most memorable songs. So go to Tesh.com right now and get on the waiting list for my brand new online course, The John Tesh Piano Method. It's Tesh.com. Tesh.com. Welcome back to the John Tesh radio program. Let's talk for a moment about purpose because I believe that uh, 
Well, how many people have said, as long as you know your why, you can endure any how, right? Well, according to the latest research from Rush University Medical Center, having a purpose actually helps you live longer. This is big news. The researchers at Rush surveyed study subjects age 16 older about their daily activities and participants. They were also asked to rate statements as true or false, like, I sometimes feel like I've done all there is to do in life. Or setting goals is a waste of time, true or false. And my daily activities seem unimportant, true or false. So five years later, the researchers, they looked at the health of each one of these participants. And the result was the people who agreed with those kinds of negative statements were twice as likely to have died by the end of the study. But the participants who knew their purpose, set goals, and felt their daily activities were important, they were more likely to be alive. In other words, the bottom line is very clear. Having goals and purpose is crucial to a long and fruitful life. Also, don't miss this, the study confirmed it's never too late to find your purpose because even if people were discovering a new purpose at age 60, they still lived longer than people who felt they had nothing left to contribute. The researchers went on to say, when you believe your life has meaning, you're significantly more likely to exercise, to eat healthy, and to take care of yourself compared to somebody who wonders, ah, what's the point? You know somebody like that. What's the point? And here's some awesome news. Our purpose is just right there in the Bible. For example, Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. And then Ephesians, that's 3.20, now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. So consider this, if the alarm clock goes off in the morning, and you're the person who blurts out a big, uh, a big sigh, you hit the snooze button. If you're already unmotivated and just going through the motions, well, then you're not living the life you were meant for, right? And I don't care if you're 18 or 82. I'm right in the last third of that. <laughs> it's never too early or too late. Once you're living on purpose, when you've discovered your God-given gift, you're going to jump out of bed. You'll wake up without your alarm clock. My wife, Connie, will tell you, I have a very hard time sleeping through the night because I'm so anxious to get up and live my purpose every day. If you want to learn more about how to find your purpose, you want to learn more about the what I call the rule of 10 years old, then just head on over to Tesh.com. All right, so uh, we now know that the hottest medical specialty today is obesity medicine. If you've ever been to the airport, ever been to a theme park and looked around, you can see that uh, it's, it's uh, a great field. The number of <laughs> it's a growth industry. Yeah, well, right, there you go. The number of doctors who want to become obesity medicine experts is surging because of the explosive demand for popular medications that help people lose weight. Of course, you know of Ozempic and also Wagovi. Uh, weight loss injections that help people shed up to 20% of their body weight. You've seen some of this at the Grammys. <laughs> wow. just, just kidding. All right, I'm going to name any names. Uh, this year, I said, wow, look at that. <laughs> Nearly 2,000 U.S. doctors signed up to take the annual exam to become certified in obesity medicine. That's wild. Oh, huh? I think, well, it's, it's a couple of things. One is people... Uh, are feel, there, there are a lot of options and treatments that go beyond the hyperinvasive surgery now, so that that makes people more likely to seek out medical care. But then we're also seeing as people have gotten bigger with the processed foods, and and I, I you know I'm 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 guilty of this too. Uh, the health consequences of it are yeah, being yeah, seen over yeah. and over and over again. Yeah. So people are are becoming more aware of that, and obviously it's a again a growth industry for people to get into yeah you know i mean i'm in the i'm in the world where every now and then because of uh, that cancer diagnosis from years ago i get i get scanned and and what i'm seeing is i talk to the you know i hang out with the scanners the the people there who are amazing at md anderson 
And sometimes they can't scan people because they're too big. Yeah. Many, many times, I oh, should say. The gurneys yeah. have to be reinforced. Right. all kinds of stuff. Right, you right, know, it, right. it, it, it's, it's a thing. All right. Get yourself into obesity medicine. There you go. That's our big tip for the day. You know, I'm a, I'm a big follower of Peter Atia, the longevity expert who wrote that great book, Outlive, and also uh, the uh, neuroscientist Andrew Huberman. And I was looking at a, at a YouTube video that uh, Atia was doing the other day, and he was talking about the value of isometric exercises. And so he gave a couple of citations from some studies, and I, I looked it up, and and, I, and gosh, it's, it's amazing. I had no idea. I, me- I remember from like, you know, Back when I was uh, in the 1950s on Long, on Long Island, I was in gym class, we always did the isometric exercises, and Jack LaLanne, right, did that stuff. Uh, turns out something like a wall sit, oh, boy, I love doing that. So horrible. You can do it anywhere, anytime. It is, it is horrible, but it's so good for you, and it doesn't mess with your joints at all. A wall sit can lower your blood pressure even better than some cardio workouts. Uh, if you're not familiar with a wall sit, it's when you put your back against a wall with your knees bent, as if you're sitting on a chair, but you're supporting yourself basically just by the wall. So a recent study in the British Journal of Sports Medicine found that isometric exercises like wall sits can help reduce blood pressure even more effectively than other forms of exercise, uh, as I said, uh, like, like aerobic activity, uh, and also uh, better than uh, weight training or high intensity. Uh, the good news for people who find it hard to get to 150 minutes of cardio. So isometrics. Yeah, look, it's, it's also, hard. Also a plank, by the way. Yeah, a plank is isometric. Anything, isometric just means you know not moving. Right, Any exercise right, where right, you right. hold a yeah, position yeah. without moving. But I had no left. idea it would lower blood pressure. Uh, I mean, any exercise, yeah, you know, this is true. the thing that we keep saying, any exercise that you do, you can do consistently is good exercise, right? It's going to have all of the health benefits. So, uh, if you, if you have aching joints and you can't do a lot of the moves that a lot of people are doing, like, like even from running or using a bike, uh, isometric exercises are a great way to do that. You keep your muscles tense. Uh, you can, you can actually get toned and grow your muscles as well as helping your, your overall health. It's just, I mean, you know, you say wall sits like it's not a big deal. Wall sits right. are so painful yeah, if you do yeah. them long enough. Yeah, I know. So, you know, f- find one that works for you. And you can also, again, to your point, you can do them anywhere. So if you look over my shoulder, you can see the advice for when to do this. If you could just do this in the voice of Chris Walken, thank you. It means holding a wall sit for two minutes and resting for two minutes and repeat that four times. A single session, including rest, will only take 40 minutes out of your day. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> I think you'd agree with me that the uh, that was great, but the, the, the all-time greatest Christopher Walken impression is done by Kevin Pollack. So as we as we say goodbye, this is Pollock on the Conan O'Brien show decades ago. Thanks for joining us for the podcast today. Have a listen. We're out of soy milk. <laughs> this is tragic news. <laughs> news for the lactose intolerance. <laughs> I wasn't planning a trip to the market today, but clearly a drive to Trader Joe's is in my future. <laughs> Thank you for joining the John Tesh Podcast. If you found today's episode inspiring, please consider sharing it with your friends and family. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and continue your journey towards a clearer, more hopeful life. Your feedback and reviews mean the world to us, so please take a moment to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. It's your support that keeps us going. Until next time, thank you for tuning in to the John Tesh Podcast. You know, what I hear from many people who come up to me after my live concerts is, oh, John, I've always wanted to play the piano, but I don't have time for all those lessons. Or they say, I'm too old to start learning now. 
I can teach you how to play a song on the piano in just three days without spending one minute learning music theory or reading sheet music. We do this together by me teaching you how to play my most memorable songs. So go to Tesh.com right now and get on the waiting list for my brand new online course, The John Tesh Piano Method. It's Tesh.com. Tesh.com.